Hi everyone, thanks so much for listening to the Chase This Light podcast. I am Briggsy. I really hope you've been enjoying the podcast series so far and where it's heading and the conversations I've been having. I've got many more chats and convos uh, coming up over the coming weeks with uh, lots of other wedding suppliers, which I'm really looking forward to having and recording and, and getting those chats out there into the podcast world as well. Um, if you've been listening to all the episodes in the series so far and have noticed the intros and outros where I just uh, noodle on my guitar a little bit, you might have first noticed the introduction of drums into that today. So um, the drummer in my my band, Dan, he's uh, currently like all good citizens of Australia is just staying home and he's just laying down tracks and uh, recording them and sending them through. He's like, Briggsy, you could get some drums happening in those, uh, those intros. And I was like, you know what? That's not a terrible idea. So uh, I'm going to start fiddling with them as well. Um, so cheers, Dan. Thanks for that, mate. I appreciate it. Today's special guest, we have a celebrant from Newcastle in New South Wales by the name of Jeremy Bell, and his business is called That Alter Guy. I first met Jeremy at a wedding a couple of years ago up near Byron Bay. Uh, We were both there to work at a wedding together, and we formed a really great friendship since then. And um, Jeremy's actually only been in business for a couple of years, and his business has just uh, gone leaps and bounds and taken off so quickly. He's he's already a really, really busy celebrant and and, uh, quite known in the industry as well, which is awesome. Um, So we're going to chat about how he got into it and kind of what uh, what escalated his business so quickly. Um, We chat about what he's really passionate about with wedding ceremonies and... um, and more than anything, we just kind of just have a good laugh um, throughout this uh, this whole conversation. So I really hope you enjoy listening to it as much as uh, much as we uh, had fun recording it. Uh, it was it was a good time. So uh, thank you so much again for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And here is Jeremy Bell, that alter guy. Jeremy Bell, thank you so much for joining me on my Chase This Life podcast today, man. How you doing, Briggsy? I'm fantastic. Thank you. That's good to hear. That's good to How hear. How are you today? Oh, dude, I'm I'm good. I have uh, for the for the first Saturday. Um, we're talking on a Saturday night for whenever this gets uploaded to the uh, to the to the interweb. But for the first Saturday ever, I just did shit around the house. So I um did you just like cleaned gutters and um I I live kind of on a on a sloped block and I have a whole bunch of storage available underneath my house and a lot of my guitar cases and music gear and stuff are under there and I just cleaned out all the storage under my house and took a couple of carloads of shit worse to the tip and it was just it was just a very just blissful domestic boring day um things things that things that a wedding photographer never ever does on a Saturday yeah no shit man that's exactly right I was like (laughs) I was like the suburban Saturday dude that was the the, fuck are you yeah 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 yeah, you've changed man (laughs) what about your Saturday what'd you get up to well uh, before before we get how how many guitars have you got it sounds like you've got just uh, you can you can see a few and can you say I've got a couple in the we're we're talking on Zoom right now for those of you yeah. playing at home. Oh, um, yeah. But I got I got a few in the, uh, on the wall next to me. I have five electric guitars and two acoustic guitars on the wall next to me. But there's but there's more. There's more. Yeah, I've, I play guitar for a lot longer than I've taken photos. So right. that um that just kind of just comes with the with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was only it was probably only about two years ago. Like the amount of weddings that I'd photographed finally overtook the amount of gigs that I've actually played. Right. But that okay. took a that that was that was about the three hundred mark. I reckon I played about three hundred live rock and roll gigs in my time. Wow. Um, and then I hit about three hundred weddings photographed, and I was like, yeah, I've uh, I've I've surpassed that. So 
I don't know. Maybe it's, one. It's, it's also pretty impressive that you don't have an eyebrow ring for for someone born in <laughs> early eighties, mate. It's. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's I've, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. Have you really? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I got oh, a, of I, course I, you have. I, I, I got it. <laughs> I got it at schoolies in in, in, uh, in two thousand and one in Service Paradise. It was yeah, just man, like we're the same age, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at schoolies probably at the same time. Wait, did you go to Surface as well? I did go to Surface. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. In 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 two thousand and one. In two thousand and one, my friend. Wow. Yeah. 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 I wonder what hotel you stayed at. We we just stayed at some shithole like out the back of Cavill Avenue somewhere. I don't know. I yeah, same. I mean, yeah. doesn't everyone do that? Isn't that yeah. what schoolies is about? Yeah. But yeah, we were just a few of us were just tipsy one night and just decided to get eyebrow rings. I've still uh, you wouldn't be able to see it on the computer, but I've still got this shit shit awful scar from it. It probably lasted about twelve months before my body rejected it. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that dude on Tiger King. He's, oh. He's oh, like, don't fuck it, start. <laughs> <laughs> but I think now the, now the fact that everyone knows you've had an eyebrow ring, I think we can pretty much just finish the podcast right here and there. Yeah, yeah, might, I, as, might as well eject it. But we, I had, I've had a, I had a nose ring for quite a few years too. I only just took that nose ring out like three, three or four months ago. I was just getting really shit hay fever over summer, and and just having a ring in my nose, having to blow my nose and all that was just becoming highly impractical. As as cool as I thought I was with it, um, I was just like, I'm taking I'm taking this motherfucker out. Yeah, and then um, yeah. so here we are. No no piercings, no tattoos, no no nothing but i'm no ring in your nose and and no nose in a ring either yeah. i guess is just, just growing just growing <laughs> just well, grow, grow, grow my hair what what'd you, what'd you do on this on this saturday ah uh, mate we're uh we're about to move house so we're we've we've emma and i have bought a house um which is fantastic finally uh we've it's been together man. for you know nine years so it's nine. about yep. about Fucking time we've done this in the, so. in the sunny suburbs of, of Newcastle, New South Wales. In the Wales. suburbs of, of uh, yeah, of New South Wales in yeah. um, uh, Lake Macquarie, we're at. So. Oh, Lake Macquarie. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's it's Newcastle. It if, is if Newcastle. Anyone yeah. asks me where I live, I live in Newcastle. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, we've uh, we've bought a house. So um, today I spent uh, <laughs> figured out that we put a hole in the wall here in the rental that we're in. So I've. Uh, been watching Bunnings DIY videos left, <laughs> yeah. right, and centre. But and by by actual Bunnings staff members. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they're like fucking it. useless. Oh, yeah, they're, they're yeah. great at their job, but they're just they're not designed to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they're just trying to sell you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which is the main thing. Yeah. So, so naturally, we'll, let's let let's uh, let's knock this on the head straight away because I've, I've got sure. I've got a lot of friends who are musicians, um, and if they listen to this and hear from Newcastle, the first thing they're going to say is. Do you have any? Do you have any affiliation to Silverchair whatsoever? Have you? Did you know? Did you go to school with Ben Gillies or Daniel Johns or you know Chris Jones? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely, I did. All of them. Yep. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. You, you, you've never even you've never even like just bumped into Ben Gillies in the street growing up uh, as, a, as a as a child. Went to his went to his pub before it burned down, but oh, did he own a pub in Newy? Yeah, oh. like quite recently, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, burnt to the ground. Yeah, but they, so uh, not it's ideal. A, it's a big city. It's not not to, you know. It's it's probably it's probably like saying you know the fact that I'm from Melbourne. You could name someone who's famous from Melbourne. God, have you met them? I was like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, Why don't you know them? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of people here, I guess. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, I like it. Um, so, so you're a celebrant from Newcastle, man, and you've been doing oh, yeah. that for a few years. Do you um do do you remember where you and I first met? Oh, of course, I remember where you and I first met, my friend. <laughs> I was wondering because you bump it, you, it's, you bump into a lot of people in this business, um, of, oh, and and, oh, and often it's hard to sometimes kind of 
weddings can kind of blend into other weddings and and people can blend into other people. But I feel like the wedding we met was definitely a very memorable uh, memorable wedding for, for all the good reasons. <laughs> I, I, I oh, say, absolutely. For, for, for no bad reasons, but yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that was about my fifth wedding, I think. Oh, was it really? I didn't yeah, know. I, man, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I knew that. I didn't realize you were that green at the time. You, you didn't. You didn't come across green. that way. You um. Yeah. I'll, oh, you. Yeah. I'll stop it. You well yeah, had yeah. your shit together. Yeah. Damn right. Well, I also <laughs> knew them as well. So yeah, they're, they're good friends. Brad Miller. Yeah. Are good friends of of mine. Yeah. Uh, and so. we're up in the north coast of New, New South Wales. So did you we did were. you dro- did you drive up or fly up to that wedding? Uh, we we drove up. You drove yeah. up. Yeah. It was about four or five hours or something. Oh, is that so. it? Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too far. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Because um, me, uh, me and Glenn from Director's Edge flew up and we made a kind of little bit of a weekend out of it. I think I think we went up for three nights or four nights and the, the wedding yeah. was on the wedding was on the, the second night or the third night. It was it was awesome. It was a, it was, a yeah. it was a good time. It was still Absolutely. Yeah. Um you know, I'm from the Yarra Valley and shit a lot of winery weddings and Yarra Valley weddings and they're all awesome and I, and I love my couples and my weddings. But sometimes some weddings do, especially just when you're in the prime of just shooting the shit out of weddings, like busy months <laughs> like November, March. Sometimes weddings just kind of just blend into each other a little bit, uh, yeah. and and especially I've shot weddings where you're at the same venue two or three nights in a row over oh, really? and over, and you're like shit, yeah. So when especially you know for a, a kid from the outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne like me, when you get to travel out to Byron Bay, that was my that was my second wedding in in Byron Bay in in six months heading up there, and um, just to be invited to go into state to shoot a wedding in such a beautiful part of the world is always always bloody memorable. And then um, when you bump into people like you. We just straight away hit it off. I think I think we met at the rehearsal the day before. Yeah, we the, did. The so like, I yeah. walked in and, and and saw you guys sitting there, and um, we we started chatting. And I'm like, who is this guy? I had no <laughs> idea that you were the photographer. <laughs> just thought that you were mates with people, and you th- you probably thought the same about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To, which obviously I was anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I I get that quite a bit. It's like, oh, who, who are you? You were like one of the one of the groomsmen or something. Yeah, that's like, awesome. No, that's no, how it should be. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, <clears throat> it was um, quite obvious that you and I and 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 Glennie Boy hit it off, hit it off straight yeah, away. And, we do. Uh, yeah, that was, was and that was a good night, a good day. It was a good night. It was. It yeah, was, yeah. It, was, it was. It's still. You know, I've I've shot many weddings since then, and then um yeah, Brad Mel's wedding up in Lennox Head is still absolutely one of my most memorable weddings to date. Um, yeah. it was it was yeah. awesome. So is that so, because so, so so talking about that wedding though, the, yeah, man. it's one of one it's one of my old times because remember Mel walked down the aisle. Get the she gets ants. to the end and she had all the ants. <laughs> all these green ants were fucking. So she's 18 weeks pregnant. Yeah. She's walked down the aisle. Yeah. I think because the car pulled up like in, in a paddock. It was, it was in, a, in a paddock. It yeah. was in a private property. Yeah. The car pulled up in a paddock, got out the car with, the, with, with her dad and just yeah. obviously got out the passenger seat on a fucking ants nest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's walked down. She's got down the end of the aisle. Brad's got tears in his eyes, you know, stock standard sort of stuff. And she's yeah. and she goes, and she's like gritting her teeth, going, "They're biting me." Like, yeah. what, what's what do you mean? She goes, "There's ants biting me." I'm like, just go. Like, yeah, so let's let's got the let's just you know let's deal with this. And but that's that's the thing with weddings, weddings man. Like, because because it's it's our job to be those professionals at weddings. Because yeah, yeah, Mel, that was the first time she'd ever walked down an aisle in her life. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. so when you get to the end of aisle in an aisle and you've never done that, you're like. You know, we we've seen it all the time, but she's like, "Well, I'm getting bitten by ants. Do I just soldier on, or or do yeah. I do, do I like stop this shit right now?" No, and that's like, no, you don't soldier on. Yeah, and that's but that's like her thought process is like well yeah, understandable, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah I, I felt so sorry for her. I was like, "Shit!" And that was one of those moments as a photographer, like, 
do I shoot this because it's my job? Because it's my job to document the day, or do I like go? Oh fuck! Do I do I need to help out here, or just to yeah, one of those funny things? But she had a few minute intermission, and, and she she was good. She came back, and I was, yeah, yeah. It was it was a good little summary. So that was only a fifth fifth wedding man, and that was in August two thousand and eighteen. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Talk me through, it, man. Fifth. Why, why, why celebrate? Why celebrancy? Uh, how, how, how'd you get into it? And where was there like some kind of like light bulb moment that happened where you're like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a celebrant, or is it? Yeah, I'm rock this shit. Yeah, hit yeah, me, well, hit me, man. Uh, look, so, so, I mean, I guess it, it was a light bulb moment, but it wasn't my light bulb moment. It was, I, I've emceed a whole bunch of friends' weddings, and I think this is pro- probably stock standard for a lot of celebrants. That's how they get into it. They. They're an MC. They're they're friends with people, and they're the one that loves loves getting on the microphone at uh, at friends' weddings and you know anywhere karaoke wherever the fuck there's a microphone. Let's be yeah, honest. Let's just that was you. You, <laughs> you that just, guy. You, yeah, just yeah. that guy. Yeah, Chinese exactly. restaurants. So, look out. Damn yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I MC'd a wedding at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Sydney for good friends of ours, Court and Andy, and um, actually their celebrant was. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, Josh Withers. I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah, might have heard. Yeah, I know a couple of things about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you emceed uh, a wedding where he was the celebrant. I did. Okay. Yes. This this is actually this is actually news to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So Museum of Contemporary Art in in Sydney. Uh, in at the end of 2016, this was in December 2016. Yeah. And uh, hold, hold, like 145 people, so decent sort of size wedding. Yeah, for sure. And uh, after that, I had two two separate couples who were really good friends of ours, Holly and Liam and Des and Lara, come up and met with me within within that week and said, "Hey, have you thought about doing this course? Because we'd really love you to marry us." And okay. my partner Emma's like, "I've told you you should do this before anyway, so just yeah. hurry the fuck up and do it, would you?" <laughs> um, so <laughs> so I did. I uh, I did the course, and yeah. So the first wedding, uh, first year rather, I did about seventeen weddings. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then, so that was from March through to December. And then, then the following year, so last year I did 40, I think it was last year. Oh, and I had, epic, man. I had 51 booked in for this year, but, uh, next minute, yeah. old mate Corona comes along. Yeah. And, that, um, that threw, a bit, that threw a bit of a spanner in the works. Yeah. So, so how, how long, how long did the actual celebrant course take you to do? So I did it via. I, I know that it's changed slightly now. Yeah, but, constantly um, changes. Yeah, yeah, constantly changing. So in 2016, when I did it, oh, sorry, 2017, I did it. Uh, it took me around about eight months via correspondence, but I was yep. working full time as well. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But how, how many hours do you reckon you actually put into it? Like 100 oh. hours, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say 80 to 100. So yeah. Yeah. And then you apply yeah. to the Attorney General's office. You get yep. get a few references of important people to say that you're. a that you're a good dude and then you're uh, right and, yeah. then, and then bam then it goes yeah okay awesome yeah. so so, so this year 2020 like a lot of people in weddings was set to be your biggest year yet yeah obviously and then uh, I, that- I was, I was, I was I'd, I'd pretty much just close my books because I've got a part time job as well yep uh, I do that two or three days a week depending on the week depending on yeah so but uh, I, I essentially just Went right. I've got fifty-one weddings. I don't need anything more than that. Yeah, that's, holy that's shit, great. Man, that's amazing. 
Yeah, more than happy with that. And, and then uh, that, that's to, for the calendar year of 20, 2020. Calendar year of 2020, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, yeah. that's a bloody solid effort. Yeah, and, and we can kind of talk a bit. Um, well, actually, let's, let's fucking talk about it now. Is, is, that mainly, yeah. is that mainly from word of mouth? Or are you advertising? You're doing social media ads? Or are you doing wedding expos? Or where, where, where's that work actually coming from, man? So n- wedding expos, no. Um, yeah. Haven't I've, I've done a couple of them, but for me, it's not. It's wasn't, not a, wasn't your jam? No, it wasn't my jam. It wasn't yeah. really. I mean, the, what I love about those things is is going and talking to other suppliers. Yeah, like, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just we just muck around, and if people come and talk to you, then that's a that's a that's fantastic. But yeah, uh, uh, apart from that, you know, I've, I've had a, a couple of bookings out of them, but but not heaps. So. Yeah, so, so majority is uh, word of mouth. So it's just just yeah. the simple fact, just that like um. That that snowball effect of once you've done a few weddings, people see it with those weddings, and those friends talk about you and et cetera, et cetera, and that's that's kind of how it's how it's really happened from there. That happens a lot, yeah. So, um, like I, I do get a lot of inquiries through uh, Insta. Okay, um, sweet man. A, f- a few through Facebook. Yep. Uh, I'm part of the Sassy Celebrants in in Newcastle as well. So there's yep. uh, it's that's a little, it, that's little... a Newcastle specific celebrant group. But... Correct. Is yeah. that right? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so I get a few through that as yeah. well. Which is, I, which is I, great. Uh, I, I ain't from around there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't. You ain't. That's that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So so. But look. Yeah. A lot of it is is, hundred percent word of mouth. Yeah. So man, awesome. And yeah. so um yeah, let's let let's talk about it a little bit. And I I think I think most of my uh, podcast episodes that I've had so far in this Chase This Light series have touched upon uh, the whole Corona thing briefly. Um my my Josh Withers one, we we spoke about it for a large majority of the episode, and I don't kind of intend to do that again with any other episodes. But I think because we're living in the middle of April in Australia. In 2020, I think it's important to kind of acknowledge that and how it's affected our business and and what's that done. So, what what for you? When was your first point of like, all right, this is this is really a a, a, a fucking real thing that is happening? Do you, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because I th- I feel like everyone kind of changed their tune. I think in January everyone was just like, yeah, it's just a flu, mate. And then <laughs> it kind of you know as every week went on, we we're like, all right, shit, this is this is actually really serious. And yeah, yeah I mean, when did when did it start affecting your business head on? I guess early March. Yep. I guess was um was the those the like first those first couples of, like putting out the feelers like shit. Right, exactly. What are we going to uh, what are, what are we, Yeah, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, and then obviously as it uh, progressed further and further, uh, the whole you know five people wedding thing was was when it really really yeah, kicked off. And, I think that was the very end of March or maybe early April. The the, yeah. the government the government whacked down on that. Just while it's in the forefront of my mind, as as a celebrant from a legal standpoint. Um, for any couples listening, any couples who are getting married, you sign something called a, a NOIM form or N-O-I-M, Notice of Intended Marriage Form. That needs to be signed 30 days prior to you actually getting married. Yeah. Is there a lifespan on that form once they've signed that? It's like you've got to be married within a year or two years of yeah. that form or once they've signed that, they're, they're good. You can marry them within any time. So they, they've got – so after that 30 days, uh, they've got 18 months to – uh, 18 to months. Move. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so as far as any postponement goes, legally, it has to happen within eighteen months. Otherwise, you've got to you've got to restart the paperwork process again. That's right. We've got to start the paperwork again. Yeah. Which, yep. which, look, it's not a big deal. If we have to, if we have to do it, then then so be it. But uh, yeah, yeah. You've got eighteen months once you've signed that piece of paper. Yep. Okay. Sweet man. And and when um. So yeah. 
like all of us, March, April, May, we've all had a bunch of postponements. When's your next actual wedding in the calendar? Uh, I've got one in two weeks' time, actually. It's oh, just a, just yeah, a, five, a little, just little a five fiver, person. a cheeky fiver. A little cheeky fiver, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it's not a high five because you can't you can't touch people. No, so no, fuck no. no. Well, just, the couple can. Ch- the couple can. Well, just, well, hopefully, yeah. You know, for their for their sake, you'd hope that that's yeah. You know, they can. Where, um, where is is that happening in a like a private property or or like on a like in public somewhere or no? Yeah, private property. So at their house in at their, their backyard. House. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. And, yeah. and the two witnesses are other wedding suppliers, or they're just two just. Two Joe Blowers. There's no. Uh, is, there, is there a photographer or? Yeah, one's a photographer and one's a um a friend of a family friend. Yeah. So, okay. Sweet man. Yeah, the, they can still get their photos, which is great because um you know you you still want to document your day. Yeah. So, shit. Yeah. You know, you, you, like I I feel that and, and I've done this before as well. I did this a couple of weeks ago where I had another couple who got married and they had one of their friends as one of the witnesses and a photographer as their other. Yeah, and we we live streamed it, and it worked really really well. So awesome, that way, man. you know, you don't. Who cares who signs your paperwork? I mean, that might be yeah, a, bit, no. a bit crass from from me saying that, but at the end of the day, as long as you can document your wedding, so you've got your photos and you've got you've got your celebrant there, who's obviously going going yep. to to do what they need to do to get you married. Apart from that, you know, you can stream it to your friends, you can video it, you can set yeah, up absolutely. something on a tripod, and and do all these things, and still make sure that you. Uh, you can document your day, and I think that's that's really important to 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 keep that keep those those memories there. Is to, to so just keep your photographer. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I I appreciate that. I'm but, not even just saying that for you. I mean, yeah. I don't really care. I don't give a shit if you get a job or not. Mate, to be perfect. No, that's not no, true. It's, but, it's but not it, <laughs> no, but it is true, man. Because I I feel like you know during this time, and, and that's you know the government have whacked down on that whole five person rule. I feel like during this time, those people who want to get married, like getting married is is by far and above the most important thing to them. They just want to get married. That's the most important thing. They didn't want to have that party. They didn't want to have all the fuss. They just want to get married. They want to be yep. husband and wife or husband yep. and husband, whatever. Um, That's what they want to do. So they're the people who are just going to do it. And then from that point, and that also I feel like pre-corona and post-corona, this is where it comes into it's two people in love who want to get married and then people just prioritize what's important to them. So right now in this, you know, this, this, this current Corona situation we're living in, if photos are important to them, they're like, all right, sweet. Well, one witness has to be a photographer. So yeah. they don't have a choice. They do it. Yeah. And then same deal. They're like, all right, if video is important to them, they're like, all right, well, the other, the other witness has to be the videographer. Or if yeah. they're like, all right, video is not important, but we want to have, we want to have fuck loads of flowers there. And we want, we want the florist on hand. All right, sweet. Well, your second witness is the florist. And that's kind of, then that leads into, when everything picks back up again and when everything was kind of, you know, normal in inverted commas and however normal we return to after this, that's also the same train of thought. People just prioritize what's important to them. They're cool. We're two people in love. We want to get married. So at the basis, they, you know, then people kind of know that that's what happened. Like the government are like, all right, you can have five people. That's it. Including the celebrant and the couple. And then, then they prioritize what's important to them. And they're like, cool. Do we want music? Do we want that? And, and I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's a cool way that it's like this forced breakdown of what you need to have. And then yeah. it's like, all right, cool. Now it's this a better thought process about, cool, how are we going to actually build this up again? Does, does that make sense? Yeah. So like what's important for your day? What's important for your wedding? How, where do you start? So, yeah. so prior to this, I think um, – I think you'll probably agree with me that 
most most people book a venue, then they book a photographer. Yep. Then they look at maybe a celebrant or a videographer. Yep. Um, so the celebrants are normally, you know, third or fourth. Yeah. 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 I'd say oh, I'd say second or third. Yeah. Usually, I, I would say nine when he's out of ten venues venues at the top of the food chain. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, and that, and um, that makes sense. And, I mean, and then celebrants and photographers are kind of roughly. I reckon we're roughly at the same of the food. I, I reckon out of all the couples I meet, I reckon half of already got a celebrant and half of them don't have a celebrant. Really? Okay. Yeah, so I'd say, yeah, maybe that's a Melbourne thing. Maybe that's different in Newey, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon about half half the couples I chat to have, have got one and half don't. So yeah, we're kind of, I would say photographers are on par in the um, inverted commas food chain as celebrants. Yeah, right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think that that's obviously changed at the moment with the whole Corona thing. And again, obviously we don't want to talk about this for the whole, whole episode, but um, I think that, you know, people are now going. Okay, cool. If we want to get married, let's just all we need is is a is a bloody celebrant. So let's yep. let's uh, let's just go and do it. So and yeah, and let's start with that. And I and I, I love that. And I and whenever we come out of this, I, I do love that because that then changes that whole food chain of weddings. Like yeah, obviously, if you're just two people in love and you want to get married, all you need is a celebrant. And that's actually what I tell people when I meet them prior to yeah. all this prior to all this virus. And then I'm like after because when I meet couples and then when I've got a celebrant. It puts a whole to me that just relieves a whole bunch of pressure in that conversation when they're like, "We got a celebrant." I'm just like, "Shit, yeah, you got a celebrant, you're getting married, you're having a wedding, you got a celebrant, that's done." I'm yeah. like, "So from this yeah. point, just plan a party, like plan Hell it, the, yeah. plan it the same way you would have planned your your thirtieth or your twenty first or anything. Just plan yeah. a party." And, you're sort and, of I, ce- and I, I guess for you as well, it must you must go when they go, "Oh yeah, we've um we've booked a celebrant," and you go, "Oh, who is it?" Then you you kind of guess or you, you know not guess but you you know from that their answer what kind of oh shit wedding yeah, yeah, yeah. right obviously yeah Cause absolutely because you you choose your celebrant as and I think probably photographers and everyone else as well but you you choose you should choose those people on their on their personality and if how how you get along with them rather than anything else because yep. you if, if if you're the same sort of person as them they're gonna they're gonna kick your day off. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like what you said at the start of this conversation, dude, is when you're at a wedding and people assume that you might be like a friend of the couples and like, hey, do you know the guy? Do you know them? And you're like, you're like, no, I'm just a hired goon, but but thank you for the compliment. <laughs> um, and and and, and I, I love that. That's awesome. I did a wedding a couple of weeks ago where, uh, when I met with a couple, they there was a Simpsons quote thrown out there, and so I just responded to that. I do appreciate a Simpsons quote. Do you oh, remember? Do you remember specifically what one it was? Oh. Uh, do I remember what it was? <laughs> uh, no, because this is going oh, back shit. about 18 months now. Oh, yeah. shit. But I can tell you what I said at their wedding because they're like, we want everything at the wedding to be Simpsons. Like if, if, if you can do <laughs> the entire thing yeah. in Simpsons quotes, we'll be stoked. And I'm like, look, that's I love that. As much as I would more than anyone love to do that, Yeah, I, I think grandma's not going to have any fucking idea what we're talking no, about. No, no. Yeah, she'd be in the front row going, what is this? Yeah, like a, a wedding, according to Oxford's Dictionary, is the process of removing weeds from one's garden. Homie J. Simpson. So I, I like I, I use that quote in there. Um, yeah. and, bowling? You know. I didn't pay for any bowling. <laughs> yeah. Should we just do this for the rest of the yeah. episode, you reckon? Can we just, yeah. can we just talk about this? Yeah. Rack up Simpsons quotes. Do you oh. and you... Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Is your ten dollars worth of chips by the power invested in me? 
by the State Gaming Commission of Nevada. Whatever it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, man, yeah. it's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, I love uh, it. That's good. But yeah, look, I mean, like if we're, if we're talking about that, I mean, I've just completely hijacked what the fuck we were just talking about. No, no, but, a, no I, I love that shit. It's yeah. <laughs> so... I, I think it's great when you meet someone and and you, you you're on the same page as them for something yep. like this, and then they're like, "Oh man, you're you're our guy. You're like a you're like a friend that we've we've just met." So if I and, and and you know, like I said to them, "Look, that's great. I'll do a couple of quotes in there." And I said a few things Simpsons related. You know, I choo choo choose you and that sort of thing, <laughs> um, which which was fine because. That's good. Grandma laughed because everyone else laughed. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's so, a light. It's a light-hearted Simpsons quote. Yeah, of course. You know, there's, there wasn't anything too obscure by any means. Yeah. So, you know, you do a few things like that. But I've had people ask me, you know, oh, can you just base everything on Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings? I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. There's I, a I lot of Harry shit, Potter fans out there. There certainly are. Yeah. There is. But um, the the oh, issue I'm is, not, I'm not one of them. You're not one of them. No, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, Glenn, with one end. But um, no, I'm just. <laughs> I'm with Glenn, I'm with Glenn with one end, mate. I'm oh no, nah, just uh, oh, you hang on. You're gonna say you've watched it. You haven't read it. You haven't listened to Stephen Fry read the books. And this is your problem right here. I couldn't anyway, even tell we, you who Stephen Fry is. I'll fight you. Yeah. I'll fight you right here, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. F- I know I can't fly to your state right now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I uh, love it. I love it. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, look the, the, on on that. Just to to finish that off, I was just all I was trying to say was the fact that. It's great that you want to have, like, people might want to have uh, a themed wedding per se, but if you've got people there that aren't going to understand it, it's going to be super boring for them. So, like, I did one thing at, at this wedding where they said, We want all this Harry Potter stuff. I talked them down and I said, Look, I'll, I'll put in a couple of things. And I, I said, Before they did their vows, I said, You're about to make the unbreakable vow, which you're going to have no idea what I'm talking about. No, and that's fine. No. But I assume that's a reference. But this is the whole point. This is the whole that's point in what exactly. you're saying. Exactly. And I literally stopped the wedding and I said, does anyone have any idea what I'm talking about? One chick puts her hand up. Yeah. I shit you not. One one girl puts her hand up and says, yeah, yeah, like I know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, some yeah. point right and the rest of them And the rest of them were me. <laughs> the rest of them were you, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, can you imagine a wedding with you? Just as yeah, every just a hundred fucking Briggsies going, what are these? What are these? Bloody Harry Potter references. There'd be a hundred, hundred Briggsies going, woo! Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy it. So, so I mean, yeah, I mean, that's something we've got to kind of find a happy medium with ceremonies. And yeah, let's talk a bit about couples ceremonies. Um, what do you have something? What's your favorite thing that couples do or suggest when they're having a wedding ceremony? Like I think most uh, most celebrants do, they. We we send out a uh, a questionnaire to couples. Yep, and this is this is after you've met them and, and after you've and, met and, them, and yeah, they, and they they've booked, booked you, you in. And, yeah. yeah, of course. So so locked in, ready to go. Send out a questionnaire to them, and I love it. And I I, I say to them, look, have fun with this. Don't make it a task. Yep. If you guys can fill it out individually, and not show the other person. Oh, and email email them back. Hundred percent. Yeah, email you back. Uh, email isolated me back. from the other yep. person because because oh, I also cool. I, I, yeah. I don't show I don't show the couples the script like oh don't you ninety nine percent of the time no yeah unless they no. really really want to see one yeah I've yeah. only had I've done close to a hundred weddings now and I've sent two couples the script cool that's awesome and you, and you let them know you're like hey in the, course, in, the, in the early stages, yeah, you're yeah. like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and just and just, just smash out this ceremony, and it's gonna be fresh to your ears." Damn right, that's awesome. Yeah. 
But, uh, but the, you know, the reason that I, I like to do that as well is because for them, for, for you as a photographer, you're going to get genuine, genuine laughs, genuine smiles. You're going to get, you know, they haven't heard this before. Yes. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. But has that um has that ever backfired on you? Have you ever like you've dropped something in a ceremony and like people have gone shit, <laughs> <laughs> or shit? <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't back. I, I I sort of I, I think of like the one thing that I pride myself on is is being able to read people and yep. if if I think th- there's there's obviously that fine line and. Yep. I'm not going to jump over. I might step over. I might put my, you know, double my toe over that line. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not going to jump over it <laughs> hardcore unless I think. And and this is the other thing that I, I I do as well. When I write these scripts, I sort of give myself a bit of a, a lot of the time I'll give myself like a bit of a picker path. So, okay. I I I I, I gauge what the what the couple are feeling on the day. If they're super nervous, I'm not going to make crazy stupid jokes. Yeah. Because couples' demeanors can change on, on on a wedding day, you know. Yeah, when, when you meet a couple at a at your house or at a local cafe or, or brewery or wherever you meet couples, and they're just wearing jeans and a t shirt, and then you meet them six months later, and they're yeah. all dressed up to the nines and their wedding attire, and they've got the pressure of the wedding day, and you know, yeah. I don't, I I feel a tiny bit of pressure on a wedding day, but obviously I've shot that many weddings, that pressure kind of subsides and it just becomes yeah. more kind of just like an adrenaline that drives you. But naturally, couples do feel the pressure and, and couples can completely change who they are and what they're about on a wedding day just because of everything happening on a wedding. And, I, and like, I get that. Um, and, and like what you said, man, about being able to read people is, is someone who is, there's suppliers who work at a wedding who don't really have to deal with the couple that, uh, intimately on a wedding day, yeah. but there is other, you know, like the venue coordinator or the celebrant or the photographer or videographer. Um, there, there is certain suppliers on the wedding day who deal really, really closely with both both parties, and you've got to be able to read people. Like that is so, yeah. it's yeah. like crazy important. So yeah, that's great that you mentioned that. So you, you reckon you've written ceremonies and you've you've rocked up to the ceremony and you're like. You're like shit. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pick up what I'm putting down today. <laughs> so, yep. so you've got to. Yeah. You've got to kind of improvise on that a bit. Uh, well, but I, I'm not, I'm still not improvising essentially, because I've already written my my alternate, I guess. So, yep. and, and it's only going to be a very very small part of the ceremony. It might be just like a a quick one liner that I was going to say that I might change my mind and say yep. something else instead. Um. So, but yeah, I think it's I think it's important to. It's really important to be able to to be able to gauge them on the day, like you know, and and that's a conversation that we have with that I have with couples as well. When you're sitting there having a coffee with them, you're like, okay, so you guys are going to write vows? Great, I'll have them there on my Kindle for the day, uh, yep. as long as obviously you've sent them to me before, and I'm going to give that to you, and I'm going to give you the microphone. If you think you're going to be standing there shaking like a leaf, I'm happy to stand there with you and hold. One, both, or neither, depending on how you are, and you're not going to yep. know right now. You're going to know. You're going to find out on the day. Yeah, you're going to find out at that second. You're not going to know oh, in the morning. I love that man. Yeah, there's no point planning that shit four weeks in advance. This, right, on, and um, this is hold your vows in your right hand. I'll <laughs> hold the microphone, and it, yeah, it's just like it's yeah. like just being able to read humans from one human to another. That, right. sh- that shit will sort itself out in about three or four seconds. Do you, yeah. do you, do you yeah. know what I mean? So and you know what? It, 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 doesn't, doesn't ha- it doesn't require a conversation four weeks in advance about who, the, right. who the fuck exactly. is holding or the microphone. 
<laughs> I, love, the, I love that man. Which yeah. gets, gets me up to the next question. Um, yeah, and, sure. I, I get I get why celebrants do it and it, and it make it makes sense to me. It makes perfect sense to me why they want to do it and why a couple would want to do it. But what's your opinion on wedding rehearsals? <laughs> uh, I was about to say something about that as well, mate. So <laughs> thank you for asking the question. Rehearsals. <laughs> I think that uh, I've I, I can I can I've done I think four rehearsals ever. Yep. I try and talk people out of them because. Or if they want to do it, that's that's fine, totally fine. If you know, it's up to them entirely. Yeah. I, I I don't need to be there as a celebrant. I do not need to be there for a rehearsal because yeah, what are they going to do? What they're not going to we're not going to go through the ceremony. They're not going to hear the ceremony. We're not going to do the entire ceremony yeah. from start to finish. If they want to read their vows, <laughs> fuck, that's fine. Do it. But chances are they haven't even fucking written them because it's the night before the yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, most people do it the night before, don't they? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, when you're feeling it. That's when you're feeling the love. That's when you're feeling yeah. the love. Or, yeah. or, or the fact that you've got no other choice but to write it yeah. the night before because it's the next day. So, yeah. look, I, I don't think that it's it's not necessary um, because they're going to walk down, you know, someone's going to walk down the aisle. You're going to get there. You're going to have your couple standing in, in front of you. I always just say to them, let's just go with it. Let's go with the flow. Yep. It's it's whatever happens, happens. If they've got, you know, they want their dogs to run down the fucking aisle, something's going to go wrong. Who cares? Yeah, for sure. Oh, as soon or, as you involve animals or children in a wedding ceremony, yeah. you know, it's like any anything you've rehearsed has already gone out the window. Exactly. No, no, I so, get but, it. I, I get it. Some celebrants do want to do a rehearsal, and I and I and I, I I entirely get that, and I entirely respect that. But um, I'm also and this is um and and to kind of correlate that to photography as well, man. There is. I have many good friends of mine who are wedding photographers and they want to, if they're shooting a wedding at a venue they've never photographed at before, they want to go to the venue like the week before and they'll sure. go to the venue at like the same sure. time and check out the light and what it's doing and they want to know that. Same deal as why a celebrant would want to do a, cer- um, a, a ceremony rehearsal uh, the week before, a few days before. But I'm always just like, I, I'm, I'm the same school of thought as you. It's like, I don't, I've never location scouted a venue ever. Even if, even if I'm going to a venue like interstate, like when we went up to Lennox Head near Byron Bay, like I didn't location scout that. I just went there and I was like, I'll just, you know, it freaks <laughs> some people out and some people almost probably think it sounds arrogant, but I don't, I, I don't think it is. I'm just like, I'll just, I'll look at what the light is doing on the day and I'll, yeah. I'll vibe on the day. And, and the most important thing is that I'll vibe what the couple wants. Um, similar to ceremonies and same as photography. I've met couples who just photography is a huge investment for them in their day and they want, they want the album, they want the big canvases on the wall and they want to spend two hours doing couple portraits on the wedding day. And I, and I completely respect that. I'm like, shit, yeah, let's spend two hours doing couple portraits on the wedding day. <laughs> I've met other couples who are just like, Briggsy, if, if you just get us one nice photo of the two of us together, we're happy. Let's, let's, do, yeah. couple, let, let's do a couple photos in two minutes and I just want to party. So, yeah. but, but on the day, you don't necessarily know that from the couple until the day actually happens. Yeah. And similar to a ceremony, man, like with those vows and who holds the microphone and all that, you've, you've really, you've really got a vibe on that. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and going back to your photos for like, a, you can get there three days before and have a look at it, but is the sun going to be, even yeah. if it's four o'clock? Yeah. No shit, man. What if yeah. there's a fucking cloud in the sky yeah. or if it's oh, raining? Especially or... if you're in Melbourne, the weather here is wild. Yeah. It changes every 10 minutes, let alone let alone four days beforehand. And yeah, I actually... You've, ta- I, I, you've, ta- you've taken your hoodie off six times in this yeah. fucking interview so far. So, 
I like I, I I love the adrenaline of just roll just rolling with the punches on the day. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's let's open up the next can of worms if you're ready for it. Um, I'm pumped. And let's my do it. my I actually I didn't pre-prepare you with this question, but it doesn't matter. Everyone has an opinion on it. Unplug ceremonies. Yay, nay, care, don't care. Hit me. 100 percent unplugged. Really? Every, you're 100 percent unplugged. Yeah, every day of the week. Yep. You want to get photos and you want to get video. Employ someone to do it. Yeah. Get get the good ones, and there's nothing worse than. Aunt fucking Carol. It's always fucking Carol. And she's got her iPad. And she's it's got like, her iPad. But it's, it's not just her it, iPad. She's got a big case on it yeah, as well. It's, so it's and it's double. always orange or yellow yeah, or something. It's yeah. never just an iPad on its own. <laughs> and But, I mean, obviously she can take a better photo than you can, Briggsy. So yeah. That's, yeah. Well, it's not, not hard, is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you, you're taking selfies of yourself all the time. Yeah. Right? That's yeah no, I'm, I'm going to give the people what they want. Yeah. And they're not wrong, are they? They're not yeah, wrong to no, want. They're not. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? I've actually um I um I might be a rare photographer that says this, but I've I've just made peace with the whole phones, camera phones at ceremonies thing, the whole unplugged ceremony thing. Two or three years ago it used to bother me, especially when there was a sign at the ceremony. Yeah. Let's have an unplugged ceremony and the signs at the bloody <laughs> thing, and then the celebrant, and usually it's a celebrant who it's maybe an old school celebrant. They don't really explain what an unplugged ceremony is. Oh, so they yeah, got like yeah, hundred yeah. they got a hundred people staring at him going, What the fuck <laughs> what the fuck is this old bitty talking about? Um and so it used to bother me. Then when people got their phones out, I was like, It's an unplugged ceremony. And I used to like say something to guests about it because I would yeah. like want my photos without people's but it's just over the years I've just made peace with it. Um yeah, if, look, and if I, everyone I'm, is like, even if they say it's an unplugged ceremony, everyone takes pictures anyway on their phones. I'm just exactly. like, I, I, so, nev- I never say anything. I'm just like, oh, I'll just, I'll just keep shooting. That's my yeah. job. No matter what happens, whether I've got 15 aunts with iPads, or whether I've got a videographer that I've never worked with and they bring six videographers with tripods, or whether <laughs> I've just got the worst light, like harsh daylight in the world during a ceremony, yeah. and I'm going to shoot the shit out of that ceremony, whether it's my yeah. ideal scenario or whether it's my far from ideal scenario scenario that's my job and that's what i'm going to do and i've just like made peace with the whole unplugged ceremony thing yeah yeah and look i i, I agree with that in the sense that I'll, I'll say to the couple if if sorry if the couple say to me they want unplugged i'll say great cool here's what i'm going to do I'll, I'll tell everyone at the start if we could you know all just keep our phones you, away for was, the ceremony i was gonna hit you man have you got if you got like the quick uh the quick jeremy bell like 30 second elevator pitch about unplugged ceremonies so yeah, pre- pretend now that i'm that i'm 75 wedding guests at a uh, at a backyard you know at in, in on the outskirts of newcastle and uh, the couple have requested an unplugged ceremony hit me right okay so oi fucks put your fucking phones <laughs> away and uh, so no that's not <laughs> right no that's not it's uh, not quite what i'll say but I'll, I'll typically say look um, a and B have asked for you guys not to take photos during the ceremony. So enjoy yourselves, put them away, make sure they're off or on silent and enjoy the ceremony. We've got Briggsy here who's going to take some fantastic photos for us today so you don't have to. Just enjoy yourselves. If you want to put some – and again, if, if obviously I've had this conversation with beforehand. If they want to, if they want to be the p- first people to put something up on socials, yeah. I'll say that too. So just let the couple be the first people to put – Photos of them up on socials. If you want to put your selfies up, that's totally fine. You go nuts and do that. Yeah. Uh, but um, if you could just keep them away. And if they don't, I can't do anything more than that. I'm not going to stop that's the ceremony exactly man. punch yeah. me in the face or anything. Like, poor Aunt Carol. She's not going to cop that, is yeah. she? <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
It wasn't actually during a ceremony, but I have um, I have accidentally punched hit a, Aunt Carol. Have you really? I, I have hit an auntie in the face with my camera before. <laughs> yeah. you've, you've you've seen what I'm like with my cameras at weddings. I have them. I um, have. It's amazing. I, I have them. Most photographers use them. I, I have these things. Um, product plug. Uh, they're called Holdfast straps or Holdfast money makers. The exact uh, brand name of these straps. They're these leather straps that cameras are attached to. You. They're, they're kind of like. So, so- so Cowboy. for anyone out there who doesn't know what these things are going to look like, if I just go, <laughs> that's pretty much yeah, all yeah. you need to know. Yeah, and there's cameras, there's cameras hanging off it, and um, yeah, but it wasn't during a ceremony; it was during family photos, and um, and right. naturally there was Aunt Carol there with her iPad, and she was right on my shoulder, trying to get exact... using you as a tripod. Yeah, yeah, because naturally all the humans are looking at me because because I want to get. They're, they're looking at me because I'm taking their photo. So Aunt Carol's next to me with an iPad and I just kind of lifted my camera up to my shoulder while I was directing people. And the cameras are pretty heavy. They're a few kilos. Yeah. And I just lifted it up and her face was right on my shoulder and I didn't see her there. And I just smacked her right in the face. <laughs> and it was actually like, at first I thought it was funny and then she was crying. I was like, oh shit, she's really hurt. And then like the wow. wedding coordinator from the venue had to go and get an ice pack. And this is like during family photos. So, the oh. whole time with every single guest is listening to me and watching what I'm saying and doing. And I'm like, I just smashed an auntie in the face with my camera. I'm like, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot to get back from this. But yeah, I think I'm it was sure me- I think it was mentioned later during the speeches and it was funny during the time and you know, yeah. after she had a couple of couple of sham boards, she 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 thought it was pretty funny. She was she, couple she, of sham boards, yeah, Jeez, it was a good wedding then, wasn't it? She was, she was good after fun. she'd had a quick ambulance ride and yeah, she yeah. came back to the wedding after Briggsy had knocked her out. It's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. She was good. She was there. She was she was good for it. She was good for it. Um, so I'm a, I, I'm a couple, and I and I booked Jeremy Bell to be my celebrant. Well, thank you. And we're going through our wedding planning of the day, like we're catching up at a cafe or just catching up over Zoom as we are now, whatever we do. Yeah. And I said, Jeremy. Uh, we're not really those kind of people. We we don't want to write our own vows. We don't want to say our own vows at at the wedding, man. We just it's just it's just not our thing. It's not our thing. Cool. Hit hit me with a response. Cool. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I, I I typically start my conversation with couples saying there are three things that we need to legally do at a wedding, as all celebrants know. Yeah. The celebrant has to say the monotum. The monotum, yep. I ask, you know. I'm duly authorised by law to solemnize marriages according. Yeah, that one. Oh, you want to keep going? Yeah, no, yeah. you know it. You oh, know God. it, don't you? You oh, know it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then they have to say the legal vows. Yep. I call upon the people here present to witness that I, Michael Briggs, take you, Jeremy Bell, to meet my lawfully wedded husband yes. and vice versa. I've been waiting all my life to hear you say that. <laughs> and, the, and the third one? Uh, and the third one is to sign the legal paperwork. Yeah, bam. Right. So, so apart so from so when that, a couple doesn't want to write their own vows, you just cool. That's, that's it. fine. You just give them cool, mate. It's 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 their wedding. They can do whatever they want, and yeah. and I'm all for that. I am so so for. Let's make it. Let's make it yours. Let's tailor the shit out of this. I hate the word bespoke. It's one of the <laughs> like it's. it's I, it grinds my gear. It's like using the word sneakers over or, or, or joggers or like there's just these words that just grind me and that's yeah. one of them. Using sneakers what? over the word shoes. Shoe- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woke. Bespoke. I fucking hate bespoke, the word woke. Bespoke coffee. Bespoke, <laughs> bespoke beer. Bespoke ceremonies. So, so you're saying you're not delivering bespoke ceremonies, Jeremy. But, well, yeah, but without the word. I just yeah. don't <laughs> say it. I just, I just 
I'll fucking write the ceremony for, for, for the couple. Okay. 100% for the couple. But, um, yeah, look, no, that's all I'm, that's all I'm trying to say. I'll, I'll get off my high horse now. No, and, no I, uh, I like I it. Just, yeah, cool. Uh, look, I, I want it to be amazing for them. So if yeah. they want it to be... Do you not you know, even... So you don't even... You don't even go into it for 20 seconds about why you think writing your own vows is a good idea. You don't even, you don't even, you don't even look, touch uh, the uh, edges uh, of that conversation. So, You're just like, well, cool. No, no, I, okay. No, so no vows I've, it is. I've got a couple, couple of options. Like, uh, typically, the only reason that people won't want to write their own vows is because they're going to be nervous as fuck and they don't want to say anything in front of other people. Yep. So they're going to have 100 guests there. They don't want to talk on a microphone. Yep. That's, and that's w- what I'm for. That's what, okay. You know, I feel like if you're getting married to someone, if you're about to spend the rest of your life with another human being and you just invited a hundred of your closest friends and family to watch you marry this human being who you want to spend the rest of the life with. Yeah. This is my opinion, by the way. This is not this is not right or wrong. But if you don't have twenty or thirty seconds of your own words to say something amazing about that human being in front of all the other human beings that you love. What are you marrying him for? That's honestly my opinion on that. Here yeah. You go. No, that's that's fine. And look, I, I'm I'm kind of on board with that as well. To- I get where you're coming from, but as I said, there I've I've had people who have stood up there, shaking, literally shaking, and like I'll put my hand on their arm and try and, you know, not at the moment because you can't fucking touch anyone, but <laughs> normally I will. Yeah. Put, just to try and calm their nerves and make sure that. On their day, like, you know, they might have been together for 10 years. They just, you know how much people it's hate talking in, in front yeah. of people. So yeah. there's, there's yeah, I mean, we mentioned it 15 minutes ago in this conversation. People, people change on their winning day. They, they get exactly. overwhelmed and, yeah. 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 But there's I other can... options as well, right? So there's a couple of options that I'll, that I'll put to them. Okay, if they, if, if, so if they say, no, I don't want to write my own vows. Cool, that's fine. I get it. Um, if, uh, I typically will say something like, look, it's always nice to be able to say something in front of your guests. But if you don't yep. want to do that, that's totally fine. So here's a couple of other options for you. So there's the, the wine box ceremony. So the idea being that you write a letter to your partner and you buy a bottle, if, if they both drink wine, for instance, or if you yep. know, I've done it with Super Bogan things, um, you know, Bundy, whatever, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. I haven't, done, I haven't done it with Bundy. I made that up. But you were <laughs> way too happy about the fact that I said that. Um, <laughs> I've done it with American honey though, so you know, same, same, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, so they buy a bottle of wine. They buy a, a box to put it in. So you can buy that from Etsy for about forty dollars, or you can buy yep. it from Dan Murphy's for about ten dollars. They've written letters to each other during the ceremony. I will say something like, uh, and we walk over to it at the signing table during the ceremony. Put the wine bottle into the box. Put the letters into the box as well that they've written prior to the ceremony. Yeah. And I'll say that uh, they're going to open those, open that that box on their first anniversary they're going to have a glass of the wine they're going to read the letters to each other which is everything that brought them here to this day yeah and then you know it's it's typically it's a oh a moment and yeah that's good so yeah. it's nice but and then there's another option which are the whisper vows so if they don't want to say anything about their partner in front of everyone they can i haven't done this one but i've heard about it so yeah no i've seen it happen i know what you mean have you? You, the, okay. the microphone you take away the microphone yeah or, or the couple just talk quietly to each other Literally yep. whispering into the other person. Yeah, yeah. So I, I sweet, feel... Sweet, sweet nothings. Okay, so so I... Is that, that awkward? 
Is it awkward? No, no, I not reckon. at all. Um, no. my, my, the, what I was going to say to okay. that, it, it might suck a little bit for the punters who are at the wedding, but for me as the wedding photographer, even if they put the mic away and the couple just talk to each other quietly for a couple of minutes, I yep. still get all the emotion. Yeah. Um, because I'm not recording audio. I'm not. I'm not recording what they're actually saying. So it's just I'm. I'm. I'm shooting them talking to each other. So you will still get those. Those little. Yeah. Those beautiful little those. smiles and those happy yep. tears and, and that's awesome. I just. I don't know. I just. I just. I just feel like just. If I was a celebrant, I'd be pushing hard for people just to say something. Like not even. It doesn't have to be war and peace. It doesn't have to be the next Harry Potter novel. It just needs to just. 10 seconds, 10 seconds beyond I call upon the heap people here present that I take you to be my lawfully wedded partner. Like just something beyond that. Because when it's just that, it's just like, oh, was that it? Like, yeah. So the other thing that I will do, if they're not writing their own, I add a bit to the end of that. So I will make them say an extra line or two. Yeah. So that way it's not quite as clinical. So when they're like repeating after you and... right. Yeah, yeah, yes, but I, I get it. I get it. People get nervous, or people aren't that loving in front of people. But I'm just kind of to shoot something. When I, when I, you know, when I deliver, like when I'm when I'm going back through my wedding photos, um, and 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 looking through my Lightroom catalog, and I'm used to delivering, you know, a amount of photos per wedding ceremony, and then I'm like, oh man, I didn't deliver that many photos for that wedding ceremony. What happened there? And I was like, oh yeah, they didn't say vows. So that there's this whole three or four minutes or ten minutes missing even where I'm not shooting guest reactions. I'm not shooting couples reactions. I'm just, I've just shot 30 seconds of words that the government has told you to say. Um, <laughs> so is, it, but is, that because, <laughs> is that because there's like the, the celebrant's not out of the way for enough of it as well just to get, to get photos of just the couple? No, like what, what's the... Dude, count me. Count, count me right now. Yeah, I call upon the people here present that I'm Michael Briggs. Take you, Jeremy Bell, to be my lawfully wedded husband. Seven that, seconds. Seven seconds. Yep, switch the microphone over. The other person says it. We're talking somewhere, but somewhere between fifteen and thirty seconds. Yeah, um, that's it. That's that that that's my point with that. Again, my opinion's not right. It's not wrong. It's just as as a photographer, and my job is to shoot emotion. It's, that's not my entire job, but as a wedding photographer, a large part of my job yeah, is shooting emotion. Sure. So that's something you know. That's kind of something um, that I that I do like to see. Um, anyway, moving on from vows, man. What are, what are what are some wedding, whether they're new school or old school? What are what are some wedding traditions that you that you love seeing at at ceremonies? And on the other side of the coin, what are some traditions you see people ask you to do where you're like, oh no, <laughs> hell no. So I, I, I look, I'd prefer to start with that. To be perfectly honest, um, cool. so the negative for me is is when people say they want religion in a ceremony and. You know, it's, it's, a civil, it's a civil ceremony. You're a civil celebrant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yep. you know, if they if they want Aunt Carol, she's always getting in the way, isn't she? Yeah. Aunt Carol. She's just but, put down her iPad. She's 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 now she's coming up with a fucking Bible. What like honestly, what else can Aunt yeah. Carol do? That's right. Uh, d- d- later on during family portrait, she gets a camera in the face. So, so, <laughs> so, yeah. so it's all good. All all, all, all balances out. <laughs> oh, good. I love it. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I don't, I don't like it when I'm not a huge fan of readings. So you know, spiritual ones and that are, they're okay. Overall, I just don't, I just don't like the uh, the whole reading side of things. I think it sort of breaks up the the flow of the ceremony. Um, 
You know, I, so, I so certainly you, you, you discourage readings in any any way, shape, or form. Even, I, even, I if, do, even if like the sister of the groom wants to come up and read a read a lovely comical spiel from Doctor Seuss, which is also quite romantic. I would love that actually. No, I, I don't discourage by any means, but I haven't had. If someone said that that's what they wanted to read, I would be one hundred percent for it. Have you never had Doctor Seuss during a ceremony? Hey, Doctor Seuss. Yeah, that, I, I would love that. You've never had it. No. Oh, happens all the time. Does it? What's the reading? Um, oh, the places we'll go. No, okay. Google it. Oh, the places we'll go. Yeah, I hear it. I get like one in ten weddings. I hear it, it and it's really? nice. It makes me it makes me smile every time. It's really really nice. Yeah, okay. it's usually it would be one of the most common guest readings I hear is yeah, <laughs> other places will go by Doctor Zeus. Yeah, it's it's actually really really nice. I, I listen to it. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Even even though I've heard it dozens of times, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm it always it always puts a smile on my face every 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 Saturday afternoon at uh at, at four seventeen p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to be specific or anything, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so look, I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of readings. You're not but, a reading uh, man. So so what do you what's uh, what's something the couples do or suggest that you're just like fuck yeah that's that's what I'm about. I love that. I I I honestly believe that most of the ceremony should be about their story. Like I I love okay. talking about the them. backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. backstory. Yeah, yeah. So how you know how they got together and and just all about them because you've got you've got a lot of people there at the wedding, right? So have have. Have a think about your best friend or your or your third or fourth best friend. Well, it doesn't have to be best friend. Just just someone that you know. <laughs> that just you know, if if it was me that you invited me to your wedding, right, Briggsy? Yeah. I don't know how you met Kelly. Yeah. So, but I'd like to hear that story, especially if there's some funny anecdotal stories that go along with that. Yeah. I would I would love to hear that. And so, how do you um, how do you how, how do you juice that out of a couple? Is both parties of the couple sending you back their story and you piece together what like it's kind of like he said she said piece together the story really or, 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 or are they written their own story together and sending it back or, or you or you make a point of going hey i want both of you to tell me the story yeah like, and that's i mean i don't i but again i i ask them to do this separately and i want the story from both of them individually yeah if they don't want to do that that's fine you know sit down and have a have a glass of champagne together and and write it together that's totally fine but you know, like my, my, the very first wedding that I did uh, was for friends of ours who he said that they met down at New Year's Eve party circa 2006. And she said that they met at Brent's house party like yeah. later that next year. So yeah, I've got two cute, conflicting stories. I love that. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's gold for me because yeah. I, I can just take that and run with it yeah. and make – have have fun with it and say you know say both of those stories and 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 just yeah yeah it's, and it's that, just, and that all and, and from experience that always flies really well at a wedding yeah so so for instance Brad Mel's wedding that uh, that you shot one of my actually it's by far my favorite shot of any wedding that I've I've had a photo of me taken oh really you, yeah oh, thanks 100%, man, man. I, I use that and I've I've I've, I've you know, you know, I've used that photo in many, many oh, different cheers. places. Oh, I appreciate um, but it. I appreciate it's, it. It's, I'm uh, still. I, I don't know if I've seen the commission um, hit the hit the old bank oh, account. No, yet, no, the the no, the checks definitely it's definitely, definitely in the mail. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to confirm my address with you. Yeah, maybe. It, maybe <laughs> yeah, something, no, something, I might have gone out. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, it's break, breaking up. Yeah. Uh, can't quite. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have asked you to use it, if I could use that photo before. Yeah, yeah, you, you know did. That. You did. Uh, <laughs> I, I do know the photo you're talking about. It is. It, it actually, as a if any other celebrants are listening to this, and and I, it, it is it is fucking hard to take good photos of a celebrant, and I'm not just talking about celebrants in particular. I'm talking about during speeches at a wedding as well. Basically, to take photos of a human while they're talking to make them look good is so <laughs> difficult. I actually learned, um, this This is digressing hugely from, from your story, but we're going to get back to Brad Mel's thing. But um, I learned to take photos by taking photos of live music. And the first thing I learned, when taking photos of the singer, never take photos of them while they're singing. Wait for <laughs> them to like just come out of the microphone like heading into the bridge or when the guitar solo has just started and the singer like backs away from the mic and yeah. and you have and you have like that I was like for people listening to audio I was probably backing away from the mic then doing it. <laughs> but then you have those moments <laughs> where, the singer, where the singer's not actually singing, they back away. And that's kind of the same thing to do with the celebrant. And I'm, but but also when I'm taking photos of a wedding, I'm not prioritizing taking photos of the celebrant. I'm like, cool, if I get a cool photo of the celebrant, shit, yeah, let's do this. But like my main priority is obviously taking photos of the couple because they're yeah. the ones who yeah. fired me. No way. Take that. Yeah. But but yeah. Brad and Brad and Mel's Brad and Mel's backstory at um at, at Atlantic's head. Yeah, yeah. So so it was because um, so they went to school together. I'm I'm gonna be very, very brief on this, but they went to school together. He was always in love with her, but uh <laughs> It, it just didn't happen. So then they they <laughs> went their separate way. Well, that's right. They went their separate yeah. ways. And about when they were about twenty three, they ended up getting getting back together. Or sorry, getting together. And um, she said, "I love you," really, really early on in the relationship. So uh, I just wrote this thing saying, "So, Brad, what what should you have said back to her?" And and I, I can't remember exactly what I said now, but uh, <laughs> I. I said all these different things that he could have said, appropriate things like I've been waiting my entire life to hear you say that. I, I here's here's a pre-prepared journal entry that I've written. I'm like, and what did you say, Brad? And then I yelled into the microphone, nothing. He said nothing. And as I did that, <laughs> I'm leaning over, like almost screaming into the microphone. And that's when Briggsy took this photo. I know that. I know, I know that photo. Yeah. I know. I know that exact yeah. photo. Yeah, yeah. Sh- should I use it as the photo for this podcast? Unless you, unless you've got a better one. I, no, I don't think there's a better really? photo. Really? Oh, well, let's use no. that one. Okay. Oh, so I, I, looking great. at that photo, I didn't know that that's what you were saying um, then. But you were saying <laughs> it with a big smile on your face. I, I know I know that exact photo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was it. yelling at people, but with a smile on my face. That's, yeah. That's yeah. fine. It's okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, that's pretty much, that's like me every wedding. Yeah. yeah. Just, just spend the whole day yelling at yeah. people with a smile and on my that, face. And that's another thing I'll never forget. Because, you know, I always offer my microphone to the photographer after... After I finish the ceremony, <laughs> yeah, you know where I'm going with this. So I've given it, given the microphone to Breezy, and he goes, "Woo! <laughs> All right, this is the cel- this is a photographer, not the celebrant. Hey, everyone, get over here right now. We're going to take some photos of the family." <laughs> I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I love that. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the things that you know has that really just. Drew me to you, mate. That's oh, I'm like, thanks, yeah, man. We're, we're friends forever, right now. Like, yeah, that's straight that's, up. That's, that's a regular thing. Long. But also, it's funny, you know. I I think just when you do something as a human, you don't kind of just realize that you just do it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, until yeah. it's not until you brought that up to me that you're like, oh, well, that's that's really abnormal. Like photographers yeah. don't <laughs> photographers don't normally do that at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which which obviously the more and more weddings I've shot, I've become I've become inherently aware that that yeah. I. 
that my behaviour is, is 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 distinctively different to your average wedding photographer's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but it's great because I mean, like I was a guest at that wedding as well, so I was I was bloody dancing with you and you and you and Glenn for the. You know, so like, yeah, man, straight up, we it's, were. It's awesome. I actually, um, I'm very lucky. I get a lot of amazing couples. Like, all my couples are amazing, but some of them are like extra amazing and write really cool shit for me on Google and Facebook in my reviews, without yeah. me actually asking them to. Because um, like, I like quote testimonials on my about me page on my website, and I even directly link to Facebook and Google because I'm like, I'm just proving that I didn't write these myself. <laughs> I want you, to, yeah, yeah but right. um, a guy. Um, if you have listened to this, Andy from Naomi and Andy, they, they got married in the Adelaide Hills a couple of weeks before Christmas. He just wrote me a review on, on Facebook last week, um, which reminded me, I'm, I'm not just using this to disprove myself, but but I kind of am as no, well. It's, it's your um, podcast, man. You oh, yeah, man, want, mate, right? it's, it's, it's fucking business. Um, but <laughs> yeah, one of, the, one, one, one of the quotes in his in his testimonial and I've actually now put it on the homepage of my website, which is, which is scrolling in front of me. Actually, funnily enough, under a photo of Mel and Brad, which is in front of me at the moment as well. <laughs> if I, if I was to share my screen of you, but yeah, yeah, the quote says he was nothing. I thought a wedding photographer would be, and yet everything we needed on our big day. Perfect. That's probably like my favorite thing that someone's ever written about me. Cause I, yeah. I feel like that really sums me up. I mean, lots of people talk about, you know my photos and personality and stuff, but I um yeah I, I I really really enjoy that quote. So yeah, thanks so much, Andy. I, I appreciate that. Um, checks yeah. in the mail, man. Checks in the mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's just like mine is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. When when, when I get Jeremy's for that fucking photo, he's used <laughs> yeah, all his on. and all his promo material. Um, I'll, Sorry, uh, Andy. You might be waiting a while, pal. Yeah, early. I'll I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll send that on. Um, <laughs> when couples are walking down the aisle to music, do you? Do you control that yourself on on your own Spotify on your phone or, or control, or do you suggest that they have someone do that for them uh, aside, you know, MC, mate, DJ? I um, actually thought you were going to say when when couples are walking down the aisle to music, do you a dance, b sing, or <laughs> you know, I was just all, wondering all of the above, all of the above. Yeah, uh, no, I don't dance. I definitely don't dance. I'll, I'll give I've, the singing. I've, I've seen you dance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I, could, I don't I could, do it. I can find the gallery. Yeah, it's probably it's probably blogged on my website actually. <laughs> if, yeah, yeah. If you could not, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so so I, look, I love when when couples have uh, a, an acoustic duo or a, or a yeah, something. Live music. live music is just yep. it's the key. Yeah, great. Um, you know, look, I know we we've, we've spoken about this whole Brad and Mel thing a little bit too much, but they had. They had. Uh, they were a good couple. They were a good they, couple. They were, and they had. So they had Sarah Otto singing at the. Uh, yeah. And she's amazing. Yeah, so, she was awesome. Uh, but because Mel took so long with the whole ant thing, getting bitten by freaking ants. So what happened there was the 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 bridesmaids took her away and had to get up her dress and literally pull the green ants off her. So the poor thing had bites everywhere. But Sarah just kept playing. And yeah. she just kept looping that around and around. And I started talking about the there was there was llamas up in the, on the hill in the background. So yeah. I started just going, "Hey, who's been to a wedding with llamas before?" Like just talking shit. Yeah. But just to just to you know you know it's like of course this happened to Mel. It wouldn't happen to anyone else, but obviously to Mel. But so yeah. but just having that live music there, just to loop and just to to get the timing right. It just, it just, it's amazing. I yeah. love that. That's, yeah, I agree, I, man. I love that. Yeah. But, Obviously, I, I, say, I say that as a musician myself as well. Um, I've, I've played music 
like I was saying earlier, I played music my entire life. But um, yeah, I I always mention to couples that it's a similar vibe to like if you um, do you remember when um, do you remember when we used to go to like bars and cafes and stuff? I think um, so. Yeah. <laughs> It rings a bell, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's like a similar vibe to like, you know when you go to a bar, like on a Sunday Arvo or Saturday Arvo, you go to a bar and the difference between having like just some light music playing on in the background, you know, through the PA or like a couple of dudes or a girl and a guy or anyone up there just playing music, just that, it just instantly sets just this really awesome atmosphere that just, I just it just cannot be replicated. Just li- yeah. the live music atmosphere, just there's no way to replicate that with a with an iPad or a PA system or or anything. Um, it's 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 really really cool. Yeah, so and, and especially when you you know so like we'll just go over and 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 sign the paperwork, come back. You know, traditionally that's what I'll do anyway. So we go yeah. sign the paperwork, we come back, and then introduce again. You know, friends and family, please welcome. Brand spanking you, Mr. and Mrs. You know Smith, and and you lead that up, and then they've chosen a song that is like shit, and you know it's, <laughs> it might be like um, yeah, it just just doesn't just doesn't go with the vibe, yeah, and yeah, that's a, that's a huge moment actually. As a photographer, one of my favorite parts of the day to photograph is that um, is that recessional, recessional. Yeah. yeah, after they've just been announced. As, as a newlywed couple and then just like bam there's just so much just atmosphere in the air and, and the music that creates that atmosphere is is, is amazing um yeah it's, it's really, yeah, really definitely good. so so to choose and, and i think that having a live band that they would help you along the the right path of saying hey you know i've done this a lot and i think you should really have a really uplifting song for that recessional so have some, something like lovely to walk down the aisle to, but have something funky and fun. Yeah, shit, yeah. Because it really just, it set, you know, the, your celebrant's going to set that tone for the ceremony, but then at the end of that, you want it to really just be at that point of, here's where the rest of the day is going to be. Yeah, so absolutely, man. Let's kick it off from there. Yeah. And I um, think it just it just makes a big difference. I love and for that. you as a photographer, you know, you can, you can get those kick-ass photos of everyone actually being excited because, you know, like... <laughs> Just having something that's just like a um, a really dull song to walk back down. You might just get a couple of little fairy claps from people rather than <laughs> yeah the, go- the golf and, clap the golf yeah clap. the golf clap rather yeah than yeah you want to be pumped yeah and the ceremony absolutely you want everyone to be pumped yeah but the ceremony absolutely just sets the tone for the day yeah um, it, it, it totally does man and that's where a good celebrant comes into it and that's where just yeah just having that whole vibe of the ceremony comes into it. So and that's it. And that, but that's if that's what people want. If they want it to be, you know, if they want to have a have a have a big party for the day, you're spending a lot of money. And if that's if that's what people are after, then fantastic. Yep. If not, there are there are celebrants that will cater for all needs out there, right? Oh, so if they man, just want a, a market for everything, yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. dude. Yeah, we've covered so much in regards to wedding ceremonies and weddings and Simpsons and coronavirus and guitar. And silver chair during, yeah, yeah. This, during this episode, it's been awesome, man. Is there anything? Uh, is there anything you feel like we haven't touched upon today that you wanted to uh, get it out there to the to the people of the uh, the world or the people who listen to the Chase This Light podcast? Which is surprisingly a hell of a lot more people than I expected. I, I look at the numbers, I'm like, shit, people are people are actually willing to listen to me just fucking ramble on with other <laughs> wedding supplies. It's, it's it's very yeah, it's very humbling. It's awesome. 
I mean, it might change after this one, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, this wow, is... six people this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the downfall. I just like never picked back up after this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, mate. I think uh, I think you're doing a great job with this. It's uh, and uh, chasing the light. Uh, anything bright and shiny that gets in my line of vision, I'm I'm chasing after. So I totally <laughs> totally get what you're doing with this. Jeremy Bell. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to uh, to have a chat with me on my Chase This Life podcast, man. I, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, Brixie. Cheers, mate.